What's up, guys? Welcome to Broke and Stressed, a PT student podcast where we talk about our lives as broke and stressed physical therapy students. Throughout grad school, you'll come to find that the struggles that you're having happen all the time to thousands of students across the country. You are not alone. This podcast will share our personal stories and walk you through how we overcame some of our own struggles. I'm your host, Ruben. Let's have some fun, have some good conversation, and let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are joined by Christopher Hux, who is the owner and founder of Phase Forward PT and Wellness, which is a telehealth and mobile-based PT practice. But I'm going to let him talk about that a little bit later on. But before we get started, Chris, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your undergrad, your PT school experience, where you went, and why you got into PT in the first place. Yeah, Ruben, thanks so much for having me and uh, for that introduction. I've been a PT now for about six years, graduated in 2014. For undergrad, I went to the uh, University of Central Florida, which is in Orlando. And then for my PT school, uh, my my doctorate program, I went up to University of North Florida in Jacksonville. Pretty much been a uh, Florida guy for the uh, majority of my life and everything. But yeah, the the reason I got into PT school, you know, it was, it was a lot of searching, to be honest with you. Like when I was in uh, community college, that was, that was before I went to UCF, I bounced around uh, so many different professions. You know, I, I contemplated um, medical school, going to optometry school, podiatry school, physician assistant. So I kind of, I, I looked at all the angles, but I think why PT separated itself from the rest was you know, I've, I've always been into um, fitness, exercise, sports. So there's that angle. And then getting into it a little bit more, I, I like the approach of letting the body heal itself, but it's still attached to um, like Western medicine. So I like that component, those components. And I'm like, you know what? I think PT school is, is the way I want to go. And uh, I remember at UCF too, I, I did some athletic training courses where it was a lot more hands-on. Like, man, you know what? I kind of like this. I like this. Uh, you know, it was like kind of like a kinesiology type class. So it's like, you know, what? I, I like this kinesthetic learning and everything. So that's kind of how I chose the, uh, the route of physical therapy. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I feel like it's a lot of cases where people just kind of end up in physical therapy. I know when I was starting college, I wanted to be a pharmacist. And I was like, after a little bit, I was like, I was really into the chemistry of it all, like the math and stuff. But then I realized that pharmacy was kind of lacking that interaction with patients, that sports aspect, uh, working out, that fitness. And I felt like it was something that was missing. So that's why I kind of made the switch like you did and uh, just kind of finally settled on PT. Yeah, I like that you brought up pharmacies. That, that was one profession I, I didn't know. <laughs> <agree>, but, <laughs> but, but actually, it was something I, w- I was thinking about going into myself. I worked for um, Publix for a while. It's this grocery store. I, I would talk with the pharmacists and kind of pick their brain. And uh, I was I was actually going that route as well. But I, I found out, similar to you, it was more, you know, I, I just couldn't get that energy, that passion for it because of the interaction. And I think really the, the reason I was going that direction was for the money. But, you know, that, that doesn't that doesn't provide the, uh, the joy for our vocation. So... It's funny you brought up pharmacy. <laughs> and then, so speaking of PT school, I do this for all of my guests. Why don't you share uh, embarrassing moments that you can remember from your experience through PT school? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few, but there, there's one that's it, it, 
it's, it's not a funny story, but it, it's probably the, um, the number one embarrassing story in PT school. And it has shaped me to the uh, clinician and person I am today. So um, in the second year of PT school, I was diagnosed with, um, I keep, I was talking to my, uh, my wife about this other day and I said it was scabies, but it wasn't scabies. It was the, um, it's, it's attached to chicken pox. I just, I just forgot the name again, but it's, uh, dang, I, I lost the diagnosis. It's, um, starts with an S. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll come, come to one of us. But anyways, it's a very de- debilitating illness. You know, it's, it's attached to the, the chicken pox virus. And I, I, I was diagnosed with that right before finals, actually. So I tried to push through the finals with this diagnosis. It's not the right decision because I ended up, ended up passing all my classes and practicals, but I did fail uh, cardiopulmonary. So it's very, very embarrassing because I, you know, you're, you're, you're connected with your class and you're ready to go to the third year. And, uh, you know, literally I had to sit out, I had to sit out a year and, uh, because that class is only offered uh, cardiopulmonary once a year. So I ended up waiting a year and through that year, there's a lot of soul searching of, you know, did I want to stay in PT, just the right field for me, you know, did I make the right decision and whatnot, but Glad I stuck with it, and uh, it really, it really just allowed me to see why I chose PT and what I wanted in my life, and everything. So once I got back into uh, PT school with that year behind me, you know, I, I really made some good connections. I had this new fire, and it's really um, helped shape me to the clinician, the person I am today, going through that that heartache. So, so that that was an embarrassing moment that led to. Uh, led to um, success, I guess you can say. It's going to drive me crazy not thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just talking about it the other day. Oh, man, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you were able to see the positive of it, though, and just kind of grow from it as opposed to letting it get you down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, let's talk about your experience after school now. You've been in PT since 2014. So talk to me a little bit about the kind of settings you've worked at, and what do we learn from working in all these kind of settings? Yeah, man, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey since uh, graduating from PT school. I've really hopped around to multiple settings. You know, my first job, I worked in a SNF. That wasn't the plan. You know, all my internships are more in an outpatient setting. You know, I did an inpatient clinical as well. So I was required. I didn't touch a SNF. I didn't, I didn't want to do a SNF. I didn't want to mess with that. Um, that setting, but unfortunately, getting out of PT school and where I wanted to practice, there was just no other jobs available. And then the uh, also the sniff was was paying pretty well, so I decided to join in with the with the with that job. And I only lasted about a year. You know, I couldn't do any more than that. But honestly, that again, it it helped shape my career. Similar to that embarrassing uh, story, PT school where I had to wait a year. Taking this job in the sniff setting allowed me to, to start at the bottom, and, and and also the sniff wasn't the cleanest place, you know. So there's a lot of drawbacks to it. I had to persevere day in and day out, and and I was learning. I was learning how to connect with my uh, my therapy team. You know, I was working with uh, OTs, speech therapists, and assistants, and a lot of nurses and whatnot. It really helped 
helped me learn about the career in that setting. And then also taught me that I didn't want to be in this setting forever. So after working in the SNF for a while, then I, then I transitioned to working more in like an ALF outpatient setting, doing some home health. And also I've worked in some outpatient settings as well. I moved out to San Diego. I took this job to, uh, to help open up a, uh, a clinic inside of LA fitness. So that was a really neat position. That's what, that was really the start of learning about business, learning about selling myself as a PT, a clinician. And, uh, then of course, working with more high level athletes and everything. So did that for a while. After that, I did travel therapy, did home health. So, so overall it was, it was a lot of searching. Like I, I feel like I was taking steps. I was learning something in each setting, each company and whatnot, but I was, I was kind of in this um, process of growing, learning, but also searching what I wanted to do with my, my vocation to find fulfillment. So yeah, that was the, um, the, the greater amount of my, uh, my clinical career up until this point. Oh man, you kind of had your hand in a bunch of different areas. Yeah, 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 that's correct. That is correct. Do you think that really shaped how you've grown as a clinician, just kind of having your hand in a bunch of different areas, kind of adapting your practice, learning more and more? Yeah, man. Yeah, I really do. I really feel like it um, helped shape my career, helped shape, you know, what I wanted to do in my life. You know, every, every setting, every work was a different, I did, like you said, I'd adapt to different, work with different clinicians, uh, bosses, you know, I was located in different areas. You know, I worked in Florida, but then I moved out, worked in Southern California. I worked in Northern California. So every culture was different. Every setting was different. I had to learn different programs. So that's a challenge in itself, constantly adapting to that and the paperwork and everything. So, so really it helped teach me to um, just that skill of adaptability and then the skill to learn stuff as quick as possible. So then I could give my full care to my patients, hundred percent of my, uh, of the care to my patients and really fulfill them. So yeah, it really, it really helped shape me and get me to where I'm at now as a business owner. Yeah. I love that. Cause at the end goal, like you said, you know, we're, it's, it's about the patients. It's about doing the best that we can in the setting we're in to try to give the best service for our patients. And I like how you mentioned that. Do you have any tips for any like graduate PT students that are looking for jobs out there to know how to look essentially like what they're looking for, trying to find the right job that fits them. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, when you're in school, really, really see what uh, class connects with you. What class are you, you really enjoying what you're, you're finding passion in passion from like is it orthopedics is it neuro pediatric geriatrics. So kind of see what your kind of your niche is starting to, to be at. And then based on those settings, or those classes, gear your internships for a setting that, that connects with that class. At the end of the day, you know, just putting yourself in a um, specific setting and variety of it, you're going to find the pros and the cons of it. You're going to really see if it connects with you. And then hopefully that will get you, get you prepared uh, to when you're a new grad you know, to kind of gear you to the, um, to the right setting, the right route. But honestly, you know, kind of like with my story, you're going to really find out just from just experiencing it, doing it, being in that setting day in and day out, just becoming an expert in that setting and just being a clinician, that's going to really stim you to uh, move to the next step.
So really just put your all, put your 100% in every class, every internship, every um, job that you have. That's going to really help you get to the next step and prepare your character and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, um, so at my school, our first clinical is actually two weeks long and I had it in an inpatient setting. And even prior to applying to PT school, I didn't even know inpatient PT was a thing. Like I thought it was all outpatient, like in the clinics, treating knees, ankles, hips, all that stuff. I didn't know inpatient PT was a thing. So I did some hours and, you know, it was whatever. I just did some observation. And then when I actually had my internship, I actually really liked it a lot more than I thought I would. And I like what you said, you know, you find your passion, find what really clicks with you because I could potentially see myself treat, uh, working in an inpatient setting. And I never would have thought that going into school. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You're so right, man. And uh, every, every setting is so different. Like you're like being a physical therapist and inpatient or sniff versus outpatient. It's almost like you're in a whole different career. <laughs> Just the, the, the types of things you're doing and whatnot. But yeah, like you said, you got to experience it. You got to, you got to taste it. And uh, a lot of it is going to depend on, you know, inpatient, you get more, you get more flexibility in your schedule, you know, instead of the patients, like an outpatient, the patient's coming to see you at nine, 10, 11 inpatient, you get your, at the beginning of the, the day, you just get your caseload and you can go see them at different times based on when you can see them. So there's just, there's different things to look at and different settings connect with uh, different people. And then now, Chris, let's kind of fast forward to today where you were on phase forward. I did not mean to, <laughs> did not mean to do that, but I was, ended up nice. working. But tell us a little bit about what phase forward is, what services you provide, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, so my company's been, been going now for, for about a year. I opened up phase forward um, back in September of 2019. And it, it started out as a side hustle. It was, it was just a side hustle that helped uh, fulfill my, my actual career and everything for about uh, four or five months. But once I was furloughed in April, I pretty much went from a side hustle to jumping in 100% entrepreneurship in this company. And uh, yeah, really, really, it's been, it's been finding, finding itself in the, um, these past few months. But, but really, how I promote my services is I'm a, I'm a telehealth slash mobile PT. So, you know, I live in the, uh, the Chicago area, so I will provide mobile PT where I, I'll meet someone in a park or go to their home or maybe another, another uh, setting around my house, around my area. And I'm starting to do that more as the COVID thing calms down and people are just more open to meeting in person. But then I also do telehealth and that I offer that all around Illinois. And then I, I'll, I'm also licensed in Florida and Colorado. So that's something I can, uh, can kind of promote as I'm just on my social media pages, websites and whatnot. So those are the settings I work in. And then I specialize in running. So, you know, I started picking up running in my own life about four to five years. It, it helped just transform my life and helped me to just take major steps in my fitness, my, my activity, and then also my life. So it's something I... I've incorporated in my practice where I, I target, especially like new beginner runners, and I help them on their running journey. So help them with uh, injury prevention, help them to, to kind of diagnose or kind of figure out what things they should be feeling, what's an actual injury, um, like different pains and everything. So just, just help them on that journey and then 
And if any runners do sustain injuries, I specialize in different um, types of injuries, runner's knee, plantar fasciitis, all that good stuff. So yeah, really, really just found my niche and found passion working with runners. And they're, they're just a fun group to work with. So it's a little bit about what I've been doing in my company and everything. I knew I wanted to be a business owner, even going all the way back to, I would even say prior to PT school, I knew I wanted to like own my own thing. So um, the side hustle, I kept as a side hustle for more safety. You know, I had my career, I was, I was, I was planning a wedding. <laughs> those, those things are not cheap. So I knew I couldn't just go full in with my own business. But, you know, being furloughed, like a lot of people, it, it kind of forced me. And it, it, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. I just finished up with um, this community. It's called SSHC with Greg Todd. It's all about entrepreneurship meets your, your vocation. And it's geared for health professionals. So I had the mindset. I had the momentum to do it. So it was kind of like a timing thing. And I just jumped in head first. Like a lot of things in life, businesses, you learn as you go, <laughs> you learn as you go week by week, month by month. And it's, it's all about just not just putting action, but you have to put the correct action in. you know, you have to work on the, uh, the essential things, not the non-essential things. And, um, that's something I'm still, still working on. So it's, uh, it's been a fun ride and, um, definitely finding into some awesome fulfillment in my career. It's been, uh, it's just been a lot of joy these, these past few months. Yeah, man, that's awesome that you're able to now kind of help your dream become a reality. You know, you took this from a side hustle to something that you're, it's like your, your baby essentially, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you started off, did you have like a clear cut vision of what you wanted it to be? Like this is phase forward. It's going to be telehealth mobile. Like, or did you kind of evolve that over time? Yeah, man. Great question. Great question. It, it, I didn't really have a clear vision for it, you know, and I would even say just talking with you, it's still, it's still forming, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting more, more clarity with it, you know, since I've had some patients and primarily my patients right now are runners. So offering the PT and like the run coaching has been a joy and it's, it's, it's been different and I'm just finding some more uh, passion in my, my career with it. But really, man, it's the vision, the vision still coming together. And I always encourage people uh, with that, that are, that are really uh, starting out um, kind of a step behind me in the business owner. Like it, it comes together with time. Like you have to have a, you have to kind of figure out your niche or what direction you want to go. But the key is just taking steps, taking steps. And that vision is just going to be more and more revealed to you as you, as you stay in it, as you stay in the game, really, a lot of people call it a game. So, so I'd say overall, my business is, is really still, um, still forming. And as of now, I'm also, also pulling my wife into it. She's a nurse. So, so kind of our, our vision dream is to work together in our business. And that's something we are, we're currently working on. So stay tuned. <laughs> that's awesome. Power couple, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, recently we, we signed on with a business coach, mm-hmm. so we're going to work with her to really paint our vision, our idea. You know, my wife and I, we don't, we, we don't have any trouble coming up with ideas. <laughs> we can really pump out those ideas and, and figure out ways to serve, um, serve people. But, but the key to business, the key to your, to your work is 
is becoming a master of one. So instead of trying to master five, like, you know, two, three, five different things, just focus on one thing. So originally, you know, I was going to have my own business with phase forward and I was going to be PT business health and she was going to do calligraphy. But the problem was, you know, we, we haven't mastered one business. So the encouragement from our coach and other mentors was just focus on one thing, just focus on one thing, one business, come together and focus on that and then master that business. Then stuff can branch off it. It's coming together. It's coming more clear, but just not quite there. It's, it's going to be something in the, in the health field. So um, we're excited. We're excited to see where it goes. That's for sure. Yeah, man, that's so cool to have you guys working on that stuff together. So now thinking back since you started this in September of 2019, how do you feel like having your own telehealth, your own practice, essentially, just how has that shaped your skills as a clinician? How have you grown as a clinician and how have you grown as a person just from learning all this stuff and owning a business? Mm. Great question. So I, I would say the biggest thing I've been learning is uh, more skills outside of just just the physical therapy. So, you know, in, in physical therapy school, we learn the skills. We learn the skills of what we can provide patients, the clinical skills and everything. We learn all that knowledge. But since getting into telehealth, since getting into more like sales and marketing, I'm learning additional skills to combine to my knowledge as a physical therapist. I always like to go back to kind of just like the business circle. So at the top, you know, you got your, your marketing. So first you have to get, get in front of people and you have to show that um, you just have to expose yourself to people. So I'm learning the skill of that. And then the second one is uh, learning the skill of sales. So, you know, in, in physical therapy school, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I would have to uh, sell myself. I thought just my, what we provide for people will sell itself. And in some settings it does, like you're talking about inpatient, you know, it's, you don't have to necessarily sell yourself, even though if, if you don't have a good uh, rapport with a person, they can, of course, they can recommend another therapist and, you know, just yell at you like, oh, you know, I want something else, I want something else, someone else to treat me. But overall, you know, selling yourself, I didn't think we had to do that. But since being in a business owner, getting a telehealth, you know, you have to sell your services because you just, there's a lot of competition. They can go to someone else, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, learning about marketing, learning about sales. And then of course, after selling them, then you have to fulfill them. You have to fulfill them on that service. And usually, you know, like a telehealth concierge PT, I'd call it concierge mobile is kind of go together it's going to be more expensive than going to like a, um, a chained uh, physical therapy clinic. So you have to make sure after that sale and when you're fulfilling them, that your, your value is above your price. So, you know, the overall it's going to, it's going to be a little more expensive, but you just got to make sure you're providing more to the person and, uh, and everything. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to come up with those programs, come up with those, different skills or things you can provide for people, but it will pay off after you just, you pour into that and um, you start working with people and you see, you see the results. Of course you'll, you'll start seeing results and you'll find fulfillment and they're for them and, and you as a clinician. So 
Yeah, I like how you mentioned all these things about marketing and sales because you don't really you don't learn this kind of stuff in PT school really. Like you said, we learn mm-hmm. we learn all the clinical stuff, but then once we get out there, it kind of becomes you know just trying to find a job. And you highlighted the value of having these kind of the ability to market yourself, sell your services to people, and there's a lot of lacking there with um, knowledge in that regard. So it's awesome that you're as a business owner, you're learning this and you're practicing it and you're developing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're right about that in PT school. It's something you have to, you have to seek out. You have to seek out yourself and uh, learn whether it's through podcasts, books, whatever it is. Everyone, everyone connects with different forms of uh, learning. Yeah, absolutely. And Chris, what kind of tips do you have for anyone who's interested in telehealth or interested in starting their own telehealth business? First, you have to, um, you know, you have to learn your, just kind of the video platform, kind of the best way to put it is like the customer journey. So just learning, like if you want to start your own telehealth or concierge practice, you have to almost put yourself in the shoes of the, the customer. And as they, as they go through that journey, you have to, you have to fulfill their needs at different levels. So it's kind of getting in that mindset and organizing yourself, you know, like, how am I going to market? How am I going to uh, sell them? What video platform am I going to use? Uh, scheduling platform, payment stuff. Um, and overall, all that stuff's not that hard. You can get all kind of the, the back end of it together pretty easy. But the key thing is just the marketing piece. So like figuring out, one or two ways to market and uh, areas to market and just, and just pour into that. Don't try to market into like um, 10 different arenas because you're going to get overwhelmed. So just focus on one or two things. And similar to how I was talking about the master of one or focusing on like one vocation, similar to this, just focus on one or two um, what are social media platforms or, you know, if you want to get out in person, and connect with physicians or connect with uh, some different health professionals, whatever it is, just focus on one or two things. So, so then you can really pour into it, build relationships and not get overwhelmed by so many, so many things moving. That would be my biggest recommendation on starting out. For sure. Thanks for sharing. And then Chris, the title of this podcast is Broke and Stressed to kind of talk about the struggles of a PT student throughout their journey of being stressed throughout PT school, being broke because of all the student loans afterwards. So do you have any general tips for any students out there that are listening to the podcast right now? Yeah. Yeah. So tips, uh, let's see. I I would say don't, don't focus too much on the loan. You know, we're, we're all in this together. We all have loans. We all have debt and whatnot. But just, uh, you know, take it, take it one, one month at a time, you know, one payment at a time. And as you build your career, as you get into it, as you just find more fulfillment in your career and life, that's going to take care of the loans. So in other words, like, don't focus too much on the loan. As you, as you get into your career, as you, you know, if you, if you seek out business, the things you do, the skills you, you learn, that's going to take care of the, the stress of the loans, the money, and just, and just allow you to pay it off sooner, sooner than just, just doing the minimum payment. So hope that helps. Hope that answer that question. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely agree. Like 
if you're constantly stressed about the loans afterwards, you're not going to be able to enjoy your life, you know, enjoy the profession that you're working in. Uh, You're going to think of work as work, but a lot of people who say that they enjoy the career that they're in, they say they don't have to work a day in their lives, right? Because they, they love coming to work. They love doing what they're doing. So the loan aspect of it is kind of in the back of their head. So I definitely like what you said there. Exactly. Exactly. And another, another thing I, saw, I thought of is, is celebrate, celebrate those, um, those wins, celebrate each time you can uh, pay the monthly, um, monthly loan amount and just celebrate things throughout the day. That's, that's something that's really helped me celebrate versus focusing on the, the problems or your debt and stuff like that. So just wanted to include that tip as well. Absolutely. Got to think positive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So much negativity in the world. We got to start thinking positive. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, Chris, it's kind of going to wrap up the podcast for today. I want to thank you so much for hopping on. Thank you for sharing all this knowledge. Um, actually, I'm very thankful for this because I'm, I eventually want to start my own PT practice sometime down the line. So getting to know you, getting to know your story kind of really helped shape my understanding of what I need to do to get there. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad I could help. And uh, you have my info. So reach out anytime. I would love to help you uh, in the journey any way I can. Yeah, thank you so much. And guys, if you're listening out there and you are a runner in the Chicagoland or Florida area, I'm going to link Christopher's business in the description of today's podcast. So please feel free to reach out to him if you need physical therapy services. Thank you guys. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks guys for tuning in to today's episode of Broken Stressed. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to smash that follow or subscribe button to get notified whenever new episodes are released. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on YouTube or Instagram. Thanks again guys for tuning in and I'll see you next time.